0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 24 of Holding Court. The NFL is back. We're gonna share how our fantasy drafts went. Mine went well. Spoiler alert. You'll hear about how smooth my surprise was for Justin's tenure and how recently MLB honored Hall of Famer Roberto Clemente. All coming up right now. <laughs> It's just us.
1: No guests this week?
0: No guests this week. I decided just to strip it down and just take it back to our roots of that first episode.
1: So would you say it's just the two of us?
0: I guess you could say that.
1: Yeah. All the feels. We
0: can make it if we try.
1: Just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. wow!
1: Does that make you think more Will Smith Big Willie style or more Doctor Evil? Oh, Austin Powers.
0: No, I think a Big Willie style because I had that album. I got that album on my BMG subscription back in the day, and there were some there were some classics on that one. Big
1: Willie style. That yeah. was that was a good album.
0: That was a good one. Oh man! Love well, it. we have a lot on the agenda today uh wanted to start out by obviously mentioning the wildfires in california it is crazy and we're i don't even think we're anywhere near anything and the sky is unreal so i can i mean i've seen some photos and it is just horrific and obviously our hearts go out to everyone directly affected by this and also everyone working to fight the fires and help people and save lives and it is just awful it does not even seem real like it's so eerie outside and again we're we're not close to them
1: yeah we actually flew back in from arizona last night and as we were descending into lax and we got down into you know the i want to say clouds but it's not clouds it's smoke uh you, we could actually smell it on the on the plane so um definitely scary right now. it's not just California, you know oregon washington, idaho montana vegas uh nevada they're they're all over the west coast right now, so uh thinking about everyone out there who is dealing with this, I know um uh, we have good friends up in oregon uh evan and and j d and um you know they're dealing with it right now too, so stuff.
0: Yeah. If you guys haven't already listened to Michael Dubron's episode, uh, I think that was two weeks ago. He shared a little bit of insight on the wildflowers and he's a firefighter paramedic and he's part of the uh, air operations. So definitely give that a listen to, you know, obviously kind of be able to get a feel for what they experience every day.
1: Yeah. And thoughts out to Michael right now. I'm sure him and his crew are, uh, you know, working their tails off, trying to get these un- get these things under control, so.
0: A little upsetting to read. I'm sure a lot of people read this because I saw a lot of posts about this, but the Eldorado fire, uh, the California fire, which has grown to, I think I saw 10,000 acres, I'm sure it's more by now, was actually caused by a gender reveal.
1: Yeah, that's... That's wild.
0: I feel like these things are getting out of control.
1: They are getting out of control. I think
0: I've maybe been to one gender reveal and it was a cake and you just sliced into a cake and whatever the, the frosting was inside the cake, pink or blue. That's what it was. And now these things are like out of a pyrotechnic device. I don't even know. It's aggressive.
1: That is aggressive. I mean, I would be open to go as far as, you know, the softball baseball that you toss to your guy and let him hit it and I've seen a lot of them where they've it's either been an absolutely terrible pitch and it just breaks on the ground or they swing and miss and it breaks on the ground but yeah I mean
0: I think Freddie Freeman just did that because they're having him and his wife Chelsea are having twins and it was like double blue baseball I don't think I'm a gender reveal person because I have it in my mind and in my heart what i would want and if it's not that i don't really need 30 people with a cell phone camera documenting my reaction that i'm not that excited i mean i guess the goal is always just like a happy healthy baby but i'm not one tied my emotions in front of people
1: yeah i've seen a few where uh you can tell that it was obvious that dad wanted a boy and when that thing exploded pink (laughs) Uh, they weren't too thrilled <laughs> about seeing the pink. <laughs> I know,
0: and I just think the kid's going to see that one day, right?
1: Yeah, you don't want that. You're
0: like, Daddy didn't want me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just unfortunate that that's the well, cause. And yeah. then there were, from that, the internet staying undefeated. There were so many memes of like Smokey the Bear, like angry at gender reveals and all this stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not a laughing matter and uh, there's a lot of people hurting right now and who are, you know, have been displaced from their homes or lost their homes and lives are being lost. So um, let's try to uh, keep the gender reveals under control.
0: Yeah. Stick to the cupcakes, I think.
1: Yeah. And you get to eat the cupcakes. I mean.
0: Yeah. Well, some of these elaborate events, I think they also have cupcakes. They have everything.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Anyways, the NFL is back.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Talk about that.
1: Thursday night football.
0: Yeah, kicked off.
1: Chiefs, Houston, fans.
0: Fans, 17,000 fans.
1: The Chiefs didn't miss a beat. I mean, the offense was rolling.
0: They didn't win by that much.
1: No. Two touchdowns. I mean, it was the first game of the season. They had no preseason. You expect it to be a little rusty. I remember.
0: Well, they, it was rusty. The first drive was brutal.
1: Yeah. And we were, it, it was before the game uh, had started in Arizona. So we were in the little food room uh, there and uh, there was a few guys in there. The first drive happens and everyone's kind of like, Oh, Patrick Mahomes, big contract. Dah, dah, dah. I'm like, guys, guys, <laughs> like they haven't played a preseason game. Like this is their first series. Like give them a break. Like, <laughs> geez. And it's then,
0: always funny to think about you guys, like, heckling a, a fantasy player. Right. I feel like if you were on Twitter and someone was like, Oh, I can't believe I picked you up and then this well, the happened. Same thing would, happens to us. It's yeah, with so fantasy. True. Yeah. So it's just funny when it's you're not in that situation. Right. I always
1: try to keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. You can't get mad at your little mini men in your fantasy league too much because yeah. they're humans, so you know?
1: I blame myself for drafting them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you believed in them. I did. Well how did your draft go? I know we had our friends draft uh, that you somehow you were the one that pulled the names out of a hat I and did, you happened to just pluck yourself out of there.
1: Well, I was blindfolded and pulled them out of a hat.
0: That's true.
1: And you did it, you recorded it.
0: No, I FaceTimed. And you FaceTimed our, yeah. the
1: people in the league so yeah. they could watch. So, I mean,
0: maybe you moistened whatever. the corner and you knew which one was a little. That damp. definitely,
1: I didn't touch. The she, you cut them all and put them in the hat. I huh. didn't touch anything. So maybe you moistened the corner.
0: Allegedly. You Allegedly. didn't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that then league the next was good. Day, that league was good, though. The I, next I had day a good you draft there. our For our wives' league, you plucked me out first, and I panicked. And I was filming, and I was like, no, put me back in. No one's going to believe that you picked me first. I've always had a later pick in Our Wives League. And, and
1: Seeger's Seager, fiance was watching it live. Yeah, I
0: FaceTimed her and she was the first one to pick up. And then you shuffled them up again. You were like, okay, I'll put it back. And then she was like, no, 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 take it. Like you actually got the pick. And I was like, no, I don't want people to be mad. Da, 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 da. Even though I think a middle pick is where you want to be in a snake draft. But no. you did it again and you pulled me out again. And then she was like, okay, now you just have to take it. It was meant to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it works. I mean, for our Dodger League, we did a closest to the pin. Did I talk about this? Yeah, Yeah, we did the closest to the pin thing. So, um, you know, with this social distancing and everything that's going on right now, it's hard to figure out a good way to do it. I'm also in a third league um, with some former teammates from the Mets. Uh, Anthony Wreckers running it, and Josh Satin's in it, and Kurt Neuenheis, John Neese, uh, a bunch of guys I played with um over there frank viola's in that league that's pretty cool um but record did the same thing he uh he had his kids pull it out of a hat i told him i'd promised them a trip to disneyland i'd take the kids to disneyland if he pulled me out and gave me the first pick i got the fourth pick so i no told him i told him disney's off yeah <laughs> no take them to ihop I, I tried to bribe cam didn't work i think
0: fourth pick is good honestly i don't think I don't know. It was weird being in our wives' draft and getting first because then you get first and 24th, but then you get 25th, and then it's just this panic. And you're like, oh gosh, back to back. And you had all this time. I don't know. I'm sitting there just like looking at stuff. And then you have all this time, and then you're like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, you had 12, right? 12 wives. Uh huh. Yeah. Our friends league was hard because it was 14. Yeah. So that was even worse. (laughs) And (laughs) then
0: after like the sixth round, you don't even know.
1: I had one one in 28 and 29. (laughs) Yeah. oh man but drafts are fun i I, that's kind of like the funnest part of the league for me like the rest of its work
0: i tell myself i'm going to prepare every year and i'm going to study and i'm going to read everything and know exactly what i want to do and it never happens it's always me setting up the draft 10 minutes before i logged on to our wives one and it said you're on the clock i was like oh here we go
1: that was easy though first pick you know who you're taking
0: I don't know. We did have someone go rogue in our friends league and take Mahomes as the second overall pick. Yeah, and I wanted to say he was still going to be there in the second round. You could have still got your first mm,
1: pick. I don't know. Maybe he what? might have still been there in the second round. Yes. Some, some teams. I mean, our clubhouse guys took uh, Lamar Jackson with like the seventh overall pick or eighth overall pick in our Dodgers but league. Our so.
0: league is not super quarterback points. Yeah, heavy, I that's, feel true.
1: Like. that's true. That's true. I don't know. I I, I mean, whatever. The quarterbacks score the most points. So uh, I think people have different philosophies. Uh, I didn't agree with that, but, you know, we'll see how it works out for him.
0: I mean, he got 20 points from him last night, so.
1: Well, if you think 20 points is good out of a quarterback, then, you know, more power to you.
0: We'll see. I am not. I wait so long to get a quarterback because I feel like after the first couple, every single quarterback scores 17 points every week.
1: I think you're just trying to build an excuse to have to draft Mitch Trubisky.
0: Did I draft him? I think I did. <laughs> yeah, with my last pick. I you're just like well if all up.
1: the other quarterbacks are gone. I guess I'll take the Bears guy.
0: Well, he's actually projected to outscore my quarterback, so he might be going in against the Lions this week. Ooh,
1: we you, I don't know. You read the projections, huh?
0: I mean, I feel like he is gonna do well. I feel good about it.
1: Yeah. Can we talk about how like you hate me and get mad at me if I try to like give you any fantasy advice. You're like, don't even talk to me.
0: Because you have not won your...
1: I have won. You <laughs> I've won. i won our league. I've won our friends league. Oh,
0: you won in all of my friends league. Yeah. I don't know if that's like... I mean, I, there, some of them are listening to this, so I'm not <laughs> selling any of them, sure. I just feel like the odds are probably better in my friends league where it's a bunch of casual football fans versus your team
1: everyone's just a casual football fan
0: I don't know about that sorry to everyone listening that's in the friends league I respect all of your (laughs) knowledge Uh
1: yeah I haven't
0: won my league to be fair last year was the first year I made the playoffs yeah I always have I'm a slow starter and then sometimes I just don't have enough at the end that's how it usually is in the wives league I lose the first couple weeks and then I Really make a run for it.
1: Yeah, well, it's also hard for us because, like, if we have a conversation, and make a trade that makes sense for both of us, then we get accused of making pillow talk trades.
0: We did get accused of a pillow talk <laughs> trade one year.
1: <laughs> I don't remember all the players on it, but I mean, it worked out for both of us. It wasn't crazy, but everyone was. You
0: got, I remember you got Drew Brees from me. Yeah, and I think for, I like, got Mike Evans and. No, I got Kenyon Drake and someone else.
1: No, but Mike Evans was in the trade. Uh, I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, I'll have to go back in the files in the archives and we see. can ask
1: Clint. I'm sure he remembers. He was the one that was the most upset.
0: Yeah, they don't like us to make a trade. I think it was the timing of the trade. It was like very late at night because I think it was after a playoff game. Yeah, and we pushed it through. It and literally I, was a pillow talk
1: trade. <laughs> But I
0: think you only ha- in ours you only have to have it voted by a majority or a certain number of hours. I think it is, but I think I can push it through as the commissioner. Yeah. So I think maybe I approved it. I
1: think and so. And maybe that's
0: why everyone got mad. I think so. But to be fair, if you win, I win. Cause what's yours is mine. What's mine is yours.
1: Yeah. But.
0: So if I made your team better.
1: But I still get to say I won and you still have to say I've never won my league. So.
0: Well, it's a new year, baby.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: We will see. I had one guy do pretty well last night, so.
1: Who'd you have last night?
0: Um, In my friends league, I had Tyreek Hill did okay, not that great for my first pick. And then I had really? F- Fuller in my wives league.
1: Tyreek had 15 points and Fuller had like 19 points, right?
0: Yeah, but I think if that's my first pick, 15 points is not something to like... Ride home about and then i had sammy watkins on the bench who got 22 points
1: So i know i wanted to draft sammy in all three of my drafts and i was just like oh man they have so many guys in kansas city yeah i don't know if he'll ever you know get enough touches and then he was just an absolute animal
0: it's gonna <laughs> be one of those where you never know which week to start him and the weeks you don't start him i feel like he'll score a lot of points and then you like put him in there and it's yeah, that gonna always be happens. average but
1: that always happens
0: that's the fun of it. Well, let's switch gears. You had a big week. I did. Do you feel like you had a big week? <laughs> you just well,
1: there is a lot of excitement. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start?
0: Well, you had kind of a big day. You had your ten year in baseball.
1: I did, and on the in, sixth, in you know standard twenty twenty fashion. Uh, you know, I had, I didn't really know when exactly my 10 year date was like, I had no idea. I'm like trying to calculate this and think what was happening and when it was going to be. And I honestly, I had no idea which day it was.
0: Do you know who had an idea? Well, now I do. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't know how to calculate it either because I always thought it just went off of games. Yeah and that's how it usually does yeah and so this year there's some formula it's like 1.25 per i don't know what it is but it's somehow because obviously uh you're getting service time yeah was that a yawn a little bit of a yawn (laughs) are you do you have somewhere else you need to be the bed maybe (laughs) are you tired
1: (laughs) a proposition let's go shut this thing down okay you coming with me
0: No, I have a show to do, but (laughs) (laughs) so I asked your agent because this, obviously we talked about my obsession with stats and numbers and milestones. And so I asked Justin's agent, Greg, I think before the season started, I want to say I asked him in June and just said, Hey, I don't know how fast this is going to happen because I don't know if like out the gate, they give you credit for the hundred games that you're not playing. Or if I don't know, they give those to you in December. I have no idea. So I asked for his help, and he reached out to the Players Association and came up with September 6th. So I had an idea from uh, a wife the first year you were on the Dodgers, Claudia, Sean Figgins' wife. She did a bottle of champagne in everyone's locker, and I think she had a banner that we held up during the game too just to celebrate that accomplishment because it is a crazy accomplishment to think about. And so I wanted to order – some custom bottles, I guess, of any sort of, I was open to whatever. And so I reached out to your agency and they had an idea to link up with a company, a tequila company, El Tesoro, and create kind of a custom bottle. So I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have the date on it and his signature on it and all of that. But I mean, I was fully prepared to cricket a label at home and slap it on some Kirkland Signature Champagne. So,
1: you love the cricket.
0: El Tesoro went above and beyond and designed, we've posted it on our social, this beautiful label and tissue paper and the box that the bottle comes in. Amazing. They went above and beyond and was so excited to get that to you, but I wanted to surprise you. And, you went on the IL and so you weren't going to be playing. So in true 2020 fashion, there was another little wrench in the gears. So we had to get creative and I was reaching out to Carla, our wives liaison and Alex Torres, the clubhouse manager, trying to figure out how we can get all these bottles in your locker where you won't see it. And everyone would come in at the same point, all the while not being able to, ask you how to do it (laughs) not know where you were going to be obviously you're you know you're in the training room during the game but sometimes you're out there watching the game so you're a tough one to keep track of
1: yeah and I literally had no idea so it was a huge surprise and they really did go above and beyond and you went above and beyond and the bottle is amazing the box is amazing um and I actually a chance to try a little bit of the tequila as well. And the tequila is amazing. So um, if you haven't had it, El Tesoro tequila, go ahead and give it a whirl. It's not pretty tasty. <laughs> it's not, no, not sponsored. Um, but it's, it's a good tasting tequila too. It's got like a nice agave finish, little sweet and oh, um, wow. yeah, but it was a weird day because I didn't know that that day was 10 years. And you had already sent the, the boxes of tequila to the field. Uh-huh. And Alex had already had them placed in everyone's locker. And the way it works now is like the coaches are allowed to get to the field like an hour before any of the players. So I'm sitting in our backyard and I get a text from George Lombard. And he said, congrats, man. Big day.
0: Let's go to where like the whole team was supposed to show up that day. I think you guys had a late start. So it was going to be a 3 p.m. start. So I'm like, perfect. I'm going to delay a little. I'm going to either fake diarrhea or I'm going to lose our keys. (laughs) And I was coordinating with Max Muncy because he was bringing another element of the surprise. So I was coordinating with Kelly and Max to be like, okay, I'm going to bring him a little later. And then since you're obviously have to do your – uh. What is it called? Rehab. Rehab, rehab stuff. You were going to go in at one o'clock.
1: Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I got to go in early. I got a bunch of stuff to do. Da, 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 so yada, 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 yada. And you like seemed irritated, but.
0: I was sweating. I'm like, we can't even spend the early afternoon together.
1: <laughs> it still didn't like tip me off. I was just like, okay, whatever. But then I get a text from George Lombard and he said, congrats, man. Today's a big day or something along those lines. And I literally like text him back and I said, what's today? And he didn't respond. I was like, that was freaking weird. Because I threatened him. No, I'm I was <laughs> like, that was weird. I didn't know that he texted you. And then a little bit later, I get a text from Ron Porterfield, who is our, he's basically our medical liaison and he's in charge of all of our testing our covid testing and the results and getting them in and telling us our results and he's the compliance guy to make sure you know everyone's wearing their mask and doing everything properly i get a text from him and he says hey man no he called you no well he texts me and he said hey man when you get here call me or text me let me know when you get here and it was the day that we're supposed to get our results. And I said, so I started freaking out. I'm like, whoa, like what's going on? Like, did I, is there a positive test? Like what's happening? So I texted him back right away. I said, hey, can I just call you right now? Like, I wanna know what's happening. <laughs> and he didn't respond. And so I waited like 30 minutes and I'm like, man, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what could this be? What's going on? You didn't tell on? me this part. You know better than to (laughs) tell me this stuff. Well, that's when I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call him. I want to find out. I need to know now. I don't want to wait till I get to the field. And so I call him and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, what's happening? He's like, oh, no, not a big deal. Just when you get here, like, let me know. You know, Alex wants to know when you get here. And I'm like.
0: I heard that, by the way, you weren't on speakerphone, but I was sitting not too far from you. And I'm hearing this on your phone.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, Alex wants to know when I like and and i'm and besides the fact like ron when we every player gets to the field ron is the first person we see cuz we have to get our temperature taken we have to get checked in we have to scan our um our lanyard so i'm like ron like you're the first person i see every single day like this i don't even know what you're talking about and so i was like all right ron i'll see you when i get there whatever like didn't think much of it and then at this point you're probably freaking no, out no
0: you're leaving out a major point in the conversation he said let me know when you get here Alex wants to know I guess it's your 10 year or something congrats buddy this is what I hear when I'm sitting right by you (laughs) I was like I think I froze and I started sweating and I pretended because I think I said to you oh my gosh is there something wrong with your test and in my full acting chops just came out of me and I became basically Julia Roberts in this moment and you're like I don't know. It's just so weird. Like he said, he needs to know when I get there. And he's like, I guess it's my 10 year. And then again, Meryl Streep, I'm like, it's your 10 year. Oh my gosh. Congrats, baby. That's so fun. All the while I'm like Googling, like how to murder Ron. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The whole plan was set. So I was supposed to text Alex when I left the house and say like the Eagle has left the nest. And then when I go through the security gate, I'm gonna say like the Eagle is, arriving at the stage, (laughs) landing at the new nest. I don't know. The whole thing was set. And it just, I think it just, everyone started trying to add new elements into it and have more and more people involved. And this was not a mess up on my part. My stuff was flawless.
1: Well, to further this story along, um, I didn't know that day was my tenure, but I knew I was coming up on it because Kenley had had his 10 year earlier in the season and it was addressed by the team. A few days before. And then obviously, Ron. I
0: think that got on everyone's mind when I brought up your 10 year. They looked up Kenley's. So,
1: well, okay. It was in your mind. Besides the point, I know mine was coming up. Ron tells me, oh, congrats, it's 10 years. I'm like, oh, crap, today's 10 years. And I remember what Claudia and Sean had done and ordered all those bottles. And I literally went into panic mode and I emailed my agent. And I said, Hey man, I just found out today's 10 years. I need to do something special (laughs) for all my guys. Like I need to order cigars or a bottle of alcohol or any ideas that you have that can make this special. Like I want to, I want to do something. And they obviously already knew that court had all this set up and they responded back and they're like, wow, that's such a badass idea like yeah we'll get on this we'll work on it we'll figure it out and uh you know there was like three or four people on the email and everyone's like oh yeah that's so cool that'd be great like we should do that
0: but no one congratulated you which but was no the one best <laughs> no
1: one said like congratulations and i was just like all right and then you, you were know,
0: trying to see if i could do like a curbside costco pickup of a bunch of bottles yeah and i'm like i'm like, I'm like oh, yeah baby whatever you want screwball screwball
1: screw peanut butter whiskey let's go <laughs> like i don't know anyways i and I was just like, I kind of felt bad. I'm like, man, I I really dropped the ball. But I didn't know what day it was. I want to do something cool for the guys. Um, all right, we'll get it figured out. And then we jumped in the car and we head in to the field. And I see Ron, and he kind of just plays it cool and doesn't. Well, oh, now, I, he, plays now cool. he plays it cool. Now he plays <laughs> it cool. Finally. And, but then another thing happened. Like usually after I see Ron, I get my temperature checked and I get scanned in. Um, There's like a table out there with our lunch and everyone's food's out there, except mine wasn't out there. And I'm like, hey, um where's my lunch? It's not out here. And Will, Will the Thrill, is like, Hey, oh, yours is still in the kitchen. Uh I forgot to bring it up.
0: Will was in this too? Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, people got involved in this.
1: (laughs) I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll uh I'll just go downstairs and, and grab my lunch. Um get it down there which was weird, but I didn't think anything of it. So I walked down and I was actually on my phone, I don't know, texting someone as I was walking into the clubhouse. And I look up and I see Alex Torres, our our head clubhouse guy, and Sue, our social media girl. And they have their phones out. And I'm looking at them like, why are they filming me while I'm walking in (laughs) to the clubhouse? And they're like, hey, man. And I was like, what's up? And they're like congrats and I look over in my locker and the bottle of tequila the box of tequila is in there and then I look around the clubhouse and I see one in every single guy's locker and I was just blown away blown away I was like oh my god I feel like an idiot I just emailed my agent I was like man I really want to do something and of course as always core beat me to it
0: I have an issue that you have yet to tell Ron that you ruined the surprise
1: I haven't yet should
0: we just send him this episode and yeah. be like, do you want to know what
1: well, he almost ruined the surprise. In true
0: 2020 form, your team's COVID compliance officer was the one that blew your ten years.
1: Technically, he he kind of made the surprise better because I like panic emailed everyone. It was like, I need to figure something out and get something done. I dropped the ball, da 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 da, and then you had already had it done. So he didn't really ruin the surprise. And if anything, I mean, he shouldn't have said anything first of all. I so love that he was that the wasn't one to it, but. <laughs> But he kind of enhanced it. Did he? Yeah. Huh.
0: Okay. (laughs) I was just so happy to be able to tell you because me being the control freak that I am, you know your 30th birthday surprise went off without a hitch. I had to threaten people, but everyone was great. You- got a little saucy watching the USC game before your 30th because you thought we were going to a concert. So I guess that's kind of my fault. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, Oh, pre-game, when, I have full,
0: when I have full control of surprises, I don't, this stuff doesn't happen. But since everything with COVID, I'm not allowed to go to the field. Like I couldn't oversee everything. I just had to trust everyone else. And I think Alex was so stressed out for me because he <laughs> knew that I wanted it to be perfect yeah. I mean, he's the one that gets the text from me when, if it's one of your hits or RBIs. Or I think all of our listeners
1: knows. definitely think that Alex thinks that you're a little psycho.
0: That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine, honestly, because I get shit done and I get it done right. That's true. And I guess it's just all part of the story. But it's great that it's out because now you know why I was so sad that you went on the il is sad it I, I, sad I is IR. a I'm, sad
1: is an under description
0: it was not great for me i went to a dark place i <laughs> him going on the aisle i mean i'm always sad when you go on it because it sucks and i know that they want to be careful but i was sitting there like wait did we did you did we even talk about this before they made this decision and you're like why are you so mad I'm going on it for 10 days relax and i was so upset and Everything just kept happening and everything was just falling apart. But then you had cupcakes with your beautiful mug on. Another
1: surprise. So I was already at the field early and all the other guys were coming in late. And I do my whole thing with the tequila and check it out and do a little video with Alex. And, um, you know, there was a handful of guys there already. And they all, you know, said, came up and said, Congrats. That's awesome. So I change and I go in the training room and I start doing my, my stuff in the training room and Max walks in with like a big smile on his face and I'm like, (laughs) what's going on? And he pulls out from behind his back, a cupcake with my like mug on it. (laughs) And it's like the best cupcakes ever. The vanilla bean. Yeah. They're Uh, vegan. Vegan, vanilla bean cupcakes from uh what's the place called big sugar they're so good you can send them a photo
0: and they put it on a cupcake so i did a photo of you with baltimore you with the mets and then you with the dodgers and there's one of the back of your jersey with the 10 on it with your little fudge smudge on the back it's not really chocolate fudge but it looks like chocolate
1: fudge so you know we do have some rules in the training room you're not supposed to eat in there but (laughs) i uh had a cupcake with my face delivered on it so while i was laying on the table <laughs> getting my hammy worked on i scarfed down a vanilla bean cupcake
0: i mean you saw mj in the last dance drinking a uh, miller light in the training room i think with his feet kicked and up. smoking
1: cigars and yeah everything so i
0: think your vegan cupcake is fine in la yeah Well, the moral of the story is whatever you plan for and think is going to happen, just don't
1: tell Ron Porterfield. (laughs) Oh, no, no,
0: just plan for a complete pivot 10 different times. And you did it great. Yeah, I really, it was amazing. I wanted you you to have that moment of coming in after a win, and everyone has them in their locker, and you're like, stumble, and you like, grab your chest, and you're like, oh my gosh, like you had for your 30th. But it was just a 2020 surprise it just (laughs) had to be it was perfect it was perfect and then i made you snag a couple cupcakes for me because i sent them all and i didn't keep any for me i was like if you don't bring home a cuppy i'm gonna be mad and you did i did they're so good i need to order more we need another milestone so we can order more i gotta go back on the field so well hopefully with this magic number dwindling down maybe i'll get some
1: there we go Clinch
0: cakes. Clinch cakes. <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, congrats. That's a major milestone. And Thanks, babe. it's hopefully 10 more if you got it in you.
1: Let's do it. Just
0: take all the supplements. Keep, keep drinking water and mm-hmm. staying healthy. Stretch Pilates. There we go. I think it's mostly in the mind. Yeah. Nelson Cruz isn't slowing down at 41,
1: 40. No, he's still going.
0: Channel your inner... Who are some guys that played forever? Troy Hawkins? Julio Franco. Yeah. Maybe just look at photos. Of, we'll put their photos on our refrigerator and you can look at them every day. Like how girls put photos of girls in a um, bikini on their fridge so they don't eat when they're on a diet. Like you should just manifest. You haven't heard of
1: that? You do that? No. No. <laughs> I've never heard of that.
0: I don't go to my fridge. I just go to McDonald's. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't help. I'd need to make the worker at McDonald's show me a like picture. Uh, all right. I'm like, can you please pull up a photo on your phone of a bikini model, please? They that worker might like, lose their was, job. Yeah. So I'm with you. Let's do it. I almost. I mean, I guess we can celebrate 10 years with a K because this is only my ninth season with you. So maybe we celebrate after next year too and uh, get more. I'll get,
1: I'll get you cupcakes. Yes.
0: Okay, well, let's. You had a really big week. We still. I mean, I'm actually glad you're my guest this week, kind of, because we have a lot to talk about with you. Nothing about me, but you were nominated.
1: Well, this is everything to do with you.
0: Yeah, some of it. <laughs> I'll take
1: <laughs> most of it.
0: I'll take that. No, it's it's you. A lot of it. I'm your sidekick. It's kick. us. It's us. You were nominated for Just the, the two of us for the third time. Should we play the song again? For the roberto Clemente award
1: yeah pretty special
0: third time's a charm
1: hopefully hopefully i mean it's it's pretty pretty good company to be in obviously being recognized for um both of our charitable work in in the city of la and everything that we do and like i said several times like it's not about winning trophies or awards for this stuff, but it is nice to be recognized and, you know, we do try to grow awareness and, and get out our message and what we're trying to do as much as possible. And this is just another way to hopefully continue to grow it bigger and better and be able to impact more people's lives. So, um, we have a clubhouse full of guys that do a lot of great things. So, uh, to be the Dodgers nominee is, is extra special and, Uh, we'll see what happens. I I know that fans are voting right now and thank you guys, everyone who's voting. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, but again, like I said, this isn't, uh, you know, an award for me, it's an award for us because everything that happens with our foundation and everything we do in the community, uh, wouldn't happen without you.
0: Thanks, babe. I just want to read the Roberto Clemente award is given annually to the major league player who best exemplifies the game of baseball, sportsmanship, community involvement, and the individual's contribution to his team as voted on by fans and members of the media. So I feel like that's kind of your, I don't know, is that kind of like your MVP award? I feel like this is, it means a lot to you.
1: It does mean a lot. And it means a lot that it's, named the Roberto Clemente award because of the guy that Roberto Clemente was. And we actually just had Roberto Clemente day uh, a few days ago. And it was actually awesome. The league allowed players to wear number 21 and a couple of our guys, Kike and um, Edwin Rios are of Puerto Rican descent. So um, they both wore 21 in the game and, um, players around the league got to wear it which is really cool and, and Roberto Clemente obviously was a great ball player um, on the field and did so many amazing things I mean he was he wasn't just a, a major leaguer I mean he was a stud and all his work that he did in the community obviously impacted so many lives and um, you know to be put in that category and and to for my name to be mentioned underneath his is is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, his career, you know, they talked about 3,000 hits. He actually hit 3,000 in his last at-bat, I think.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Which is crazy. 12 gold gloves, career 317 hitter. That's unreal. But that, He's a stud. Yeah, and what he did for Latin players is just unbelievable. I feel like for a, an award to be named after him and for you to be just nominated as the Dodgers nominee is unreal. I'm always – that's the award because you've received, you know, the Roy Campanella Award and, you know, different Players of the Month and your NLCS MVP. But this one is the one that just gets me right in the feels when you're nominated.
1: No, yeah, it's it's really cool and something that we're definitely humbled by and t- don't take for granted. And, um, again, going back to a couple of days ago, all the players being able – able to wear 21 on the field and, you know, seeing and hearing, uh, you know, Kike and Edwin talk about what Roberto Clemente means to them was obviously special. And then, you know, Kike goes up, hits a homer in his first at bat. And when he crosses the plate, um, you know, he's kind of pounding on the 21. So obviously special for Kike and and happy for him and, uh, emotional day for him. And I think it steps forward for MLB to allow, guys to to change their number and and recognize someone who uh means more to the game of baseball than just baseball
0: yeah I saw a trending hashtag of retire 21 yep and I think that would be so cool it's it's so insane to me how sports sometimes seem scripted in that way like Kike hitting a home run it just like you can't I don't know, like in a way you can't write it and then it happens and you just like get chills. You're like, how does this even, how does stuff like this even happen? Like obviously Kike can hit some home runs, but just like for that night and him to be able to play and wear the jersey and around the bases, you know, wearing that number is just, I don't know. Can't write that. It's just so magical.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's not the only magical thing that's happened. You look at a guy named Neil Walker, who's played with the Pirates and His dad, Tom Walker, actually uh, was one of Roberto Clemente's biggest fans. Like He idolized him, and he actually, uh, you guys should look up the story if if you haven't heard it already, but um, Tom Walker was helping uh, Roberto load the plane um, that was flying down to Nicaragua to provide relief after a massive earthquake, and uh, Tom was basically begging him to let him go down there with him and help him. But it was on New Year's Eve and Roberto uh, told him that he didn't want him to go. He wanted to go home. He wanted him to go home and spend the holiday with his family. So Tom didn't end up going. Um, And then obviously uh, the accident happened and the plane went down. But, uh, you know, Neil Walker years later playing for the Pirates, uh, you know, gets to wear 21 and the whole circle is just, crazy you should really look up the story it's a it's a pretty crazy story and uh happy for Neil too he he actually wore 21 um on Roberto Clemente day and obviously means a whole lot more uh to him probably
0: it's yeah it's so sports I feel like always has a way of I don't know I don't really have a lot of words for that but that is incredible and then obviously he was the first player born in Latin America to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think they waived the 5-year rule. He was actually inducted the following year. Yep. And yeah, then they renamed the award to the Roberto Clemente Award in 1973. So if you guys get a chance to go on and read obviously that story, but also read all the players that are nominated and all the work that they're doing and hopefully inspire you to get out and, you know, do something in your community or volunteer and donate what you can. And yeah, it's just, it's good to see as always guys using their platform for good. And this is just such an awesome way to celebrate it and recognize guys like yourself.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be big grand gestures either. It's just the little things. Just yeah. reaching out and helping someone in need or uh, lending someone a hand or anything like that, is It goes such a long way. So um, I encourage everyone to you know, get out and do what you can, especially right now. And so many people are hurting. So many people are in need and uh, do whatever you can.
0: Definitely. If you want to vote for Justin, which you should, vote com. I think it goes till the 23rd. So we've got some time and then the online vote accounts for one big mega vote and then everyone else on the panel are the other votes. So it would be nice to get that one at least and then fingers crossed. Get you're,
1: that one and then the rest is up to the writers.
0: Yeah, definitely. Let's hope they like you. <laughs> I can send them some tequila from El Tesoro. Maybe. And just uh, a little you're, you're note. Are trying to bribe them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not bribing them. I'm just thanking them for their service.
1: That's true. (laughs) All right, let's do it.
0: (laughs) Well, let's wrap this baby up. Congrats again on your 10 years. And then obviously everyone stay safe out on the West Coast with all the fires. And yeah, that's going to do it.
1: All right. We made it. We made it, just the two of us. I know. It's
0: kind of fun. I mean, I guess it's really just us talking, which we do every day, so it's pretty natural.
1: That's true. Just like, hey, let's have a conversation in front of a microphone and listen to each other and record it and let everyone else hear it. Just (laughs)
0: stare into each other's eyes. Yeah. Without our phones in our hands.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's the key. Not having the phones. That is the key. Phones are in jail.
0: We'll book someone for next week, so you (laughs) you can get a little flavor. Enough talking about you.
1: All right. This was your. I don't like talking about me, so.
0: I know. I wrote the outline for this week, though. Yeah. So. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Vote Justin Turner.com and make sure you're rating the podcast on Apple.
1: That's right, one to five, but leave a comment. <laughs> We're open to any <laughs> ratings
0: at this point. We just want ratings. All right, we will talk to you guys next week. Stay safe.
1: See you guys. Boom! Boom! bum, Boom! bum.